What's good, everybody? It's your boy Rob J, and welcome back to What the World Need Is. And today, family, I want to talk to y'all about a few things. I got to get a few things off my chest. It's a lot of shit going on in this world. A lot of balls swanky. I am going to talk about Mexicans being mad. All the immigrants, all the migrants that came over from Mexican, from Mexico, we're going to talk about them. Why they mad. We're going to talk about why some of the Ukrainians is mad too that migrated their way over here and to the UK. I came across a video with Russian and Chinese immigrants, or we could say migrants, Coming over to the U.S., it's a little shaky to me, right? And we're going to talk about that. we also going to talk about these train derailments. I got a lot of shit to get off my chest. Because it's a lot that goes on behind this shit. And I think it needs to be exposed, y'all. I really do think it needs to be exposed. And when we do this digging... Oh, buddy. Y'all gonna see why. Why the world is so mad right now. And why we going through what we going through. Let's get into it. What's good, y'all? It's your boy, Rob J. And let's get into the bullshit. I know y'all heard the intro. I know y'all heard the topics we're going to be talking about. We got a lot of shit on our hands right now. A lot of shit on our hands right now. And when I tell y'all, I went and did a lot of fucking digging and research for this shit. I was up for like maybe two, three days just going, 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 going. And the more I went, the more I found the fuck out. But the first thing I want to talk about, right... Because I'm in the state of New York, and I see and I hear a lot of the shit that's going on. So, the first thing I'm bring up is the story with the Mexicans, right? With the migrants that's coming over from Mexico, Venezuela, and a few other places. A few things that struck me out, right? And I'm just going to give my unpopular opinion on these things. I've been hearing a lot. That the Mexicans and the other migrants that came over, they're pissed. They pissed the fuck off. And, you know, true indeed, I'm like, you know what? Hey, they have every right to be pissed because of the situations that they being put through or whatever. But then again, I'm like, if the American government don't give a fuck about the American people... What made y'all think they was going to give a fuck about y'all? Right? So as I'm doing some more research and going through interviews and stuff. And we're going to hear a few. I'm going to put a few clips in. I started to think to myself. The things that they asking for, we don't get on an everyday fucking basis. We just really don't get. And when I play some of these clips, y'all going to be like, yo, you know what? That's crazy because you're right. The average American don't get the necessities that these that these people are getting. And I say that because some Americans are homeless, right? And we don't even give the time, the dedication, nor the care to the homeless people in America that we are giving to the migrants. The American people don't even have the same opportunity as the migrants. And I say that because speaking from experience, because I live in America and I'm black on top of that. It's very hard for a black person to get a loan in America. Good credit, somewhat good credit, going towards a good credit. 
Depending on what kind of loan you go for, it's very fucking hard. Especially business loans. Home loans. But they seem to come over here and get this shit with no fucking problem. Now, I heard that a lot of the money that's going towards the the migrants, right? Is the money that the American people work very fucking hard for. They SSI pensions and retirement funds, all of that shit. That shit is being taken away from the American people and given to the migrants. So not only <coughs> are y'all taking the funds of the American people and funding a war that we have nothing to do with. We don't even want this shit. Then y'all also give the money to migrants that come over here that's not fucking grateful for the shit. And I'm going to say they're ungrateful because they're ungrateful, right? Oh, we thought it was going to be like this. We thought it was going to be like this. We thought it was going to be like... I don't think y'all did enough research to actually know that this is how we live in America. They don't give a fuck about us. Now, I ain't bashing. I ain't doing none of that shit, right? It's just basically just me talking. You can expect something... From a government that don't even do for their people. They gave out billions and billions and billions of dollars during COVID. And it wasn't even to us. The American people. So I'm not sure who lied on y'all way here. Or maybe y'all here because Joe Biden opened the borders. But he had his own agenda behind it. And I'm, I think that y'all are starting to realize the agenda behind it because some of y'all kids is coming up missing. Some of y'all wives is coming up missing. Some of y'all sisters is coming up missing. And y'all want to know the fuck why. If I'm not mistaken, there was a tractor trailer truck Going from Texas to Ohio and they it was full of kids inside the tractor trailer truck. And if I'm not mistaken, it was a deputy in Ohio that stopped it and was like, Yo, what the fuck is going on? Like this look it looks weird. So when they opened the back of that shit <laughs> And seeing all them fucking kids in there with the feces and all that shit on the floor. We knew that something was wrong then. Alright, so we're going to jump into a few videos, right? And we're going to see why these Mexicans is mad. Oh, let me jump on the, the Ukrainians thing too while I'm on it. Alright, so in the UK, a lot of the Ukrainians fled from Ukraine to UK. And I don't know why they, why nobody thought this was a problem, right? Because when it first came out... That this was going on. And they had the war was starting with Russia and Ukraine. Did they not. Specifically. Tell the Africans. That was in Ukraine. That they couldn't get on the train to leave and go to the other border so that way they could. Get to safety. And if I'm not mistaken, they told them that they was leaving in them to fight in the war. And if I'm not mistaken, the African guy laughed at him, laughed in his face and told him, what war are we fighting because this has nothing to do with us? Hmm. I don't know. I remember doing the podcast and I put that video up so y'all could go back and look for it because I know I did. So it had to be like maybe a few months back, but I remember doing that. But they, they didn't even want to let black people leave Ukraine to get the safety. They wanted them to stay back and fight. So there's a lot of racist shit that goes on over in the Ukraine. And I'm 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 gonna just put it out there because it's been said already. When a lot of them went to the to the UK, they said they didn't want to be around people that was darker than them. They didn't want to be around the black people. They didn't want to be around the Muslims. They didn't want... And y'all know in the UK, is is very mixy over there. 
got a whole bunch of like mixy shit going on over there with people. They didn't want their kids going to the same school with the dark skinned kids. Like, it's a lot of racist shit. Like, they still living in some fucked up times. Just like how some of you, some of y'all living, still living in some fucked up times. You hear me? Like, it's a lot of shit going on. So, it's it's a lot. And we're going to definitely jump into a few of these videos because I was saving as I was going. We set up TikTok. Are you in Riri? I was saving as I was going. I'm sorry, y'all. Somebody was talking about Riri. <laughs> Somebody was talking about Riri. Now, back to this Ukraine and, and Mexico thing. Because, I mean, this thing been going on for a very, very, very long time. Like, a very long time. And I think people are just starting to wake up to it. And it's like, yo, we did all of this. And we it seems like our country is fighting for y'all. All of the countries is fighting for Ukraine. But yeah, y'all want to come over here and act like pieces of shit towards us? Like, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. But that's what they're saying, y'all. That's what they are saying. They don't like the black people. This is she what some Ukrainian refugees think about the UK. After a week of staying there, her guests told her there were too many Muslims in the area. We were quite shocked at how difficult she found different cultures. Um, she felt there were just too many Muslims. Too many Muslims, um, too many people with different skin colors. Her guest's son was enrolled into the local school where the majority of children happened to be black and Asian. And then to just have her complain about the demographic of the school and going, well, he's, he can't be safe there. There's not enough white kids, essentially. The majority of my neighbors are Muslims. A lot of them are Kashmiris or Pakistanis, Indians, um, and they're wonderful people. And you just thought, if you just would sort of give them the time, perhaps we'd come to the same conclusion. They both agreed to end the place. Yeah, I became to the worst area of the Birmingham, unfortunately. Oksana moved here from Kyiv last summer. She admits that at first, living side by side with so many different cultures made her feel afraid. I was very afraid because it was not no, usually for me. And I also, I, uh, and some uh, some uh, people just uh, told me about so many uh, dangerous stories. Those stories, Oksana says, included cases about Islamic terrorism. Lots of people here would feel very offended that you feel just because it's a mixed area, it's not safe. I saw statistics uh, on the police uh, website, police, and so I saw statistics of criminals instead of criminals. And also, I read in the internet in English when I began that is, this is the area from Boże, terrorism. Oksana has now moved to a new area. This is. So they basically living on an assumption how things are because of what TV shows them. It's very ignorant to me. <laughs> like, I think that's very ignorant. I think that's very... But it's the same perception on when Africans come over and they treat African-Americans fucked up because of what they perceive on TV and what they was taught. And we're going to act like that that's a thing because it is a thing. A lot of y'all be saying, that ain't a thing, it's a fucking thing. It is. Like, it's a thing. Ukrainian refugees that fled their country to go to the UK for safety are now finding it difficult to live in the UK because of all the black people and the Muslims that are living in those areas. After a week of staying there, like... It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. The worst, worst fear in the world is to be around people with color. 
So they're coming out and saying like, oh, we don't feel safe sending our children to schools where there's like black and brown kids. Oh, there's too many Muslims here. We don't feel safe. Obviously, that in itself is literally insane. So none of this is to take away from the strife or the or the plight of, of what Ukrainians are going through right now. But there is a part of it which is like, yo, you man are being deaded down like you lot have come here because you're not safe in your own country your life is in danger your life has been flashing before your eyes and the thing that you're concerned about is ethnics on one hand you got putin <laughs> on one hand you got a hijabi and, and 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 it's the hijabi that's worrying you as much as putin is worrying you are you mad so they're <laughs> yeah i think she summed it up like, are you are you kidding me right now? Like, you really cannot be kidding me. But this is the things that people are going through. People, like, I don't understand. Like, with all the shit going on, all the madness in the fucking world, the biggest problem that you have is living next door to somebody of color. Y'all... This world is going up fucking shit's creek. I don't know how many times I'm going to have to say it. Now, we're going to jump straight into the story. We're going to jump straight into the story with the New York City uh, migrants. Y'all, let's take a deep dive in this. Very basic beds. Head to foot. No space in between them. There's four bathrooms in the entire facility for a thousand beds. They've described multiple security gates to get in. They've described that there's only food during limited hours and that sometimes the water runs out. And importantly also, it's cold in there. Despite the mayor's claim that it's heated, they said it was cold in there. Advocates are asking migrants not to board the buses. City officials then left pleading today with asylum seekers, promising they'll have everything they need there. Eventually, police told migrants they can't block the sidewalk, forcing them to break down the tents. Single adult men staying at the Watson are being moved to the Brooklyn Cruise Terminal so that this space can be occupied by migrant families with children. The mayor, meanwhile, redirecting the focus back on Washington. I'm speaking directly to the administration. This is a problem that we must have a resolution, both from Congress and immigration, but the administration to deal with the immediate need that, that we have. So what? It was up to me. He said, if it was up to me, I'd kick everybody out. This is insane. This is fresh. This is good food. Okay, so the spot where they had the migrants at, right? In New York City. Big ass hotel. And the rooms went for $500 a night. $500 a night. Now, a lot of y'all like, oh, why are they getting kicked out? They're getting kicked out of this hotel. One, because they need, they need to make room for migrant families, not migrant single men. Now, in New York City, when your ass gets shipped to a fucking men's shelter because you a single man, that's just what the fuck happens. But if a mother and child goes into the shelter system, they have to go in as a family. Y'all got to go through the same shit that New Yorkers got to go through. The crazy thing is, y'all getting PS5s and shit. Y'all actually getting hot fucking meals to accommodate y'all and shit. Y'all ain't, like, y'all getting a special treatment compared to what the fuck New Yorkers get. Literally. A $500, and then they throw away the food that's being given to them because they say it's not culturally appropriate. Culturally appropriate. That's funny because you're in America. (laughs) In America, you're going to get culturally appropriate food. Let's go. Good food, but they don't want to eat it. They said they don't like it. Now, what you just saw is this huge amount of food that's been thrown away daily this big New York City hotel that's being used to house illegal immigrants. Now, according to this whistleblower, 
More than 36,400 have come to New York City in the last few months, and city officials have put them in, up in at least 14 hotels, one of them being the Row in Times Square. Now, that's where the pictures that you're seeing right now were taken. It's going to waste. This is insane. It's crazy. $37,000 worth of food. And you want to know why it's like that? Because when they get over here, they get them a, they give them a little stipend check. Mm-hmm. They get them a little check. So they get the check. They give them some food stamps. What's the point of eating all that fucking food that y'all giving us if we're going to go buy the fucking, buy food from the store? So I guess that's probably what the fuck they thinking. structure it's not meant to be inhabited it is a thousand beds beds made out of hard material there's no space for personal belongings you, if you have personal belongings you have to put them in a locker that's out of your control there's only four bathrooms for a thousand men which is unsustainable uh for anybody who's working it's in an isolated part of the city away from where many of them work and it's cold the immediate resolution is that the hotel watson needs to accept these men back and let, put them back into their rooms the longer-term solution is that to reallocate funding from overfunded departments like the NYPD into housing vouchers and other programs that get people into permanent, stable housing. Y'all hear this? Do y'all hear this? That's what they want. America don't even give that to their own fucking people. So these are the Venezuelan migrants protesting outside because they were evicted along with the other migrants. It's just a lot. Like, it's a lot. America don't do enough for its own people. So I don't even think why they thought they was going to come over here and get special treatment because it just don't happen like that. It don't happen like that. Now, I'm closing that segment out and I'm going to jump straight into what I got going on for y'all. Right? Because these train derailments wasn't sitting too right with me. It just wasn't sitting right. I'm like, something don't feel right and something, something just don't add up. So I'm going to tell y'all why it didn't add up. Too many trains derailed around the same time, right? Too many. If I'm not mistaken, it was about eight that happened in the course of two weeks. Then we had trucks falling over. These trains and these trucks both contained hazardous chemicals right and not only did it contain hazardous chemicals these hazardous chemicals are so strong when they leak into the earth's atmosphere it can cause serious fucking harm it can cause serious harm. It could bring acid rain. It could bring all types of sicknesses and illness to the body. And y'all know what we just experienced two years ago? Oh, that shit's still floating around here somewhere. Then I started to do some more digging. And the more digging I did, I started to find that two of 
four companies kept popping the fuck up. The same companies that owned almost everything in the fucking world, y'all. Down to our food produce, electronics, politics. <laughs> like it owned every fucking thing, y'all. If y'all don't find this creepy, then I don't know what to fucking tell y'all. We're going to get into a lot of shit and y'all going to be like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? So, we're just going to go from the, the hazardous shit that it can, it can do to people in, in the environment. And then we're going to lead up to where it all goes to and where it all coming from. So with the train derailment, I guess I can start. I guess I can start. Now, let me tell you something, right? Real quick, real quick, real quick. When I found out, right, that all of this shit was going on, the first thing I said Was they are attacking us without attacking us. Like, oh, we ain't going to be bombs dropping and shit. Nah. They're attacking us from the inside. Now, everybody's saying that we at war, we at war, we at war. But who are we really at war with? And why? Let's go. By now, everyone is aware of the catastrophic toxic airborne event that resulted from the entirely avoidable train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. As more details emerge from this event of biblical proportions, things are becoming more clear and more bizarre. Once again, this headline-making horrific man-made disaster was stunningly predicted in a book or a movie. We saw this with 9-11, the BP oil spill, and the wreck of the Titanic. The recently released Netflix movie White Noise tells the story of an avoidable train derailment that results in a toxic airborne event and mandatory evacuation of the neighboring area. And where did this happen? In nearly the exact same location as the actual disaster. So much so that residents of East Palestine were actually extras in the movie, where they acted out the same event that happened less than six months later. How did this happen? Let's follow the money. Norfolk Southern Railway, a massive corporation primarily owned and controlled by. Now back to the movie White Noise. Before being made into a movie, it was a book. A book that never disclosed where this train catastrophe happened. It wasn't determined to set the location in Northeast Ohio, basically in East Palestine, until made into a movie by Netflix. And who is Netflix owned by? The same. The same companies. Netflix is owned by the same companies. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Y'all, it's a lot of shit going on. And I'm not going to disclose who the companies are. I'm going to let somebody else disclose who the companies are, right? Because, uh... Y'all ain't gonna hear from my voice. So let's go. I don't know. I don't know if you guys can see right in front of me, but that's Lake Pontchartrain. I'm on the Bunny Carry Spillway, and it's on fire. <laughs> right? Yeah. The lake is on fire. A whole lake on fire. Sorry, guys, we're going to get straight into this. So according to the laws governing Agenda 2030 land development, any land deemed toxic, the government can seize it and kick everybody out and put people in 15-minute cities. This is all on the EPA website, by the way. And it's really weird that all of a sudden there's all these explosions in all these cities causing mass pollution 
it's probably just a coincidence, I'm sure. But if it weren't, this sure makes a lot of sense. It sure do make a lot of sense. Even if you don't like my content, please stop and watch this video. It's extremely important. It has to do with all the ecological stuff going on right now. So I've been going down a wormhole about the train derailments in Ohio, South Carolina, Texas. Um, I've not looked at Arizona yet with the truck that was on fire there or Florida. However, um, the largest common denominator so far is Vanguard in a very, very scary form. So please keep watching. I am fact checking everything here for company. The V word. Van for you so you can see it yourself and know what to search for. Uh, so this is uh, who owns Norfolk Southern. Um, that is the train that derailed in Ohio. That would be Vanguard Group as the top owner. Also JP Morgan and then BlackRock and SSGA. Now BlackRock, SSGA and the Vanguard Group are all the same thing. Um, Vanguard is BlackRock, BlackRock is Vanguard. Uh, this is just Vanguard. All of it is just different holding companies owned by the same company. Now, you see that one right here, J.P. Morgan Investment. Now, you'd think, oh, well, it's owned by somebody else. They're the second shareholder. Well, mind you, the biggest shareholders of J.P. Morgan are also Vanguard, BlackRock, and SSGA. Next, we're going to pivot over to South Carolina. Um, let's see. We got SSGA Funds is uh, also known as State Street Corporation. Now, what is State Street Corporation? State Street Corporation is Vanguard. And you're wondering, oh, well, there's uh, Dodge and Cox right there. Who are they? Well, uh, don't mind me. Who are the largest investors in Dodge and Cox? Well, that would be Capital One, Wells Fargo, and I'm pretty sure that is also. And who owns Capital One? Dodge and Cox and Vanguard, which is just Vanguard. Uh, and Capital One companies also owned by Vanguard. Go back to who owns Dodge and Cox. Um, the other large shareholder, Charles Schwab, uh, that is also owned mostly by Vanguard. And like we already said, uh, Capital One was on that list too. Um, Dodge and Cox and Vanguard, which Dodge and Cox is Vanguard, so it's just Vanguard and Vanguard. Who are the top 10 owners of the train that derailed in South Carolina? That would be Vanguard, Vanguard, Vanguard. Vanguard. Pretty sure Vanguard. I don't know, man. Kind of seems like Vanguard has their hands in all of this. I'm not done, though. Who owns the largest water right in America? That would also be Vanguard. What was majorly affected by all of these trains? Water. In the Texas derailment, owned by Union Pacific. Union Pacific, owned by Vanguard. Even if you don't like my content, please stop and watch this video. It's so, y'all have an idea of what the fuck is going on now. These three companies, two companies that she kept bringing up, V, B, and Dodge and Cox. They own almost everything. In this fucking country, right? Now, if you start to go down the rabbit hole, right? And you start to see who have shares in all of these businesses, like JP Morgan and Bill Gates, you start to notice that if you go back and do a little bit of research, JP Morgan just brought a forest a forest and everybody like what the fuck you buy a forest for for air rights oxygen rights like what kind of shit is that it's called carbon offset if y'all don't know Bill Gates just brought a massive Massive piece of land. All the most of the most of the farmland in the middle of America. These people have a plan, y'all. These people have a plan.
there's more. The governor hasn't went out there yet. No, I'm sorry. The president hasn't been out there yet. But the president could take his ass to a fucking war zone though, right? Because he in motherfucking Ukraine right now. Denied all funding to Ohio. But took his ass to motherfucking Ukraine. Let's get into some more shit, y'all. Because this can go on and on and on and on and on. But I think somebody need to be held accountable for this shit. Let's go. I do want to kind of connect the dots a bit. The the derailment in Ohio. um, You know, I'm always very influenced by my husband, Brian O'Shea, because of his background in military intelligence. And it's his view, as I've shared with you, that we're... we, we've been under attack for some time, and I and it's his. He did uh, research that found that China's been buying up water from the Great Lakes yeah. um, for a long time, just exporting, exporting fresh water, clean water from the Great Lakes. And so, I think we have to notice that you know balloons are flying overhead. They could release absolutely anything from China. You know, there's there's a a massive environmental disaster. We don't know the origin of it, but the net effect is the water supplies are contaminated. Our our farmland, our heartland is contaminated. Um, And so, you know, it's reasonable. I think these are, are, with this latest report, I think these these all piece together that, you know, we are actually under attack in a new way that we're not used to, which is called unrestricted warfare. And I just wanted... Didn't I tell y'all? I feel like we under attack. In my last podcast, I told y'all, y'all, we being nuked without being nuked. (laughs) Like, this is, I'm telling y'all, we are being nuked without being nuked, y'all. I'm telling y'all, we are under fucking attack. To kind of... Well, I I gotta stop you there, because that's incredible. Uh, Obviously, we'll get to the vaccine. I was gonna ask you about Ohio, but but I wanted to make sure we got to the vaccine. So let's get to the vaccine in a minute. Tell us more about this and yeah. what your husband, I mean, people have been raising this question. This just, validates a lot of feelings people are having right now. So what do you mean we're under attack? Um, let's peel that onion a little bit. Well, I'm, I'm very happy for, you know, to connect you to him because he knows more about it. But basically okay. his, present, his, his argument to me and his presentation of primary source documents to me over the course of the last two and a half years um, completely confirmed that China, um, you know, in alliance with, Kind of globalists uh, is is tenderizing, you know, is the word this this landmass, North America, and the, mm-hmm. and their methodology, uh, as I've tried to explain in the past, is called unrestricted warfare, in which a kinetic war, meaning a shooting war, an invasion, is kind of the last step or kind of a a failure, really, um, and that really what they want to do is um, poison our 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 water. Uh, take over our land and China's buying up farmland, buying up farmland. There's a bill in South Dakota to stop them from buying up farmland. Um, you know, take take possession of our, our leaders and Hunter Biden's laptop clearly demonstrates, you know, the, the documentation clearly demonstrates uh, millions of dollars to the Biden family and I voted for them, sorry, um, you know, from China, right? Uh, yeah. Millions of dollars going to our Ivy League universities, you know, co-opting our, our educational institutions, something called the Confucius Institutes, which are present and full of Chinese spies, you know, in, in university after university, buying up the media. You mentioned Reuters. Um, I did a deep dive on Reuters when they went after us, and Reuters has a memorandum of understanding with, with uh, Xinhua. So, um, yeah. and one of their board members sits on the board of Pfizer. So. The, there are like, it's a strategy to demoralize us, to, you know, keep us from being self-sufficient. I... Y'all? <laughs> Woo! It's a lot of shit coming. It's a lot of shit coming. Now let's get into some of Gates is backing the first high-altitude experiment of one radical climate change solution creating a massive chemical cloud that could cool the earth. It's called solar geoengineering, and it's highly controversial. It would look something like this. Thousands of planes would fly very high. And- you ever wonder why the sun don't shine the way it do and is always cloudy? 
This is the fuck why, y'all. This is the fuck why. Use nozzles to inject millions of tons of light reflecting particles into the stratosphere. It would create a thin chemical cloud of those particles around the whole planet, blocking some sunlight from reaching the surface. It would mimic a giant volcanic eruption, which we know cools the Earth. Scientists calculated that something even more terrifying would happen if a large-scale nuclear war were to erupt. The smoke and soot lofted into the stratosphere by nuclear firestorms and spread around the world by jet streams would block enough sunlight to create an artificial winter and decimate agriculture. Earth would cool dramatically. Warmed by the sunlighted blocks, the smoke would float like a hot air balloon far above the rain clouds for months or years without being rained down. A global nuclear winter. Scientists predict that the resulting famine and civilizational collapse would kill most people. Now, the reason why I played that video, right, is just to tie in Bill Gates with everything that's going on. Because, as y'all know, these people like J.P. Morgan and, and V-Guard and B-Rock and the, the other company, like, the, all these people play a part. And trying to destroy us, right? So this is why, when they kept saying, "Oh, we're at, we're at war, we're at war," and then you heard them say, "Water wars." Uh, Kamala Harris was good for saying water wars. Like they knew what they were doing. They knew exactly what they were doing. These movies and stuff that come out, the Marvel movies and these Netflix movies, they, these are predictive programming for us. These are things that they have done, perfected, and they are about to do to the masses. Y'all need to get it together. Because something is coming in the mix. Now, for me, I honestly think God coming back and they running scared and they trying to destroy everybody before he come. That's what I think, honestly. That's what I think. Look how much is publicized that they sacrificed babies and all this other shit. Like, look how much is publicized. Look how much they praise the devil on the Grammys and all that other stuff. The mocking of the, the Last Supper. Like, it's, it's a lot of stuff that plays in the part with these things. The night of the Grammys, they got, Turkey got hit with a big earthquake. These are, these are spiritually, spiritually, spiritual, ritualistic things that they do in front of our faces as if we're blind and stupid. This is what they do. This is what they do. Now, let's talk about the chemicals that's been spilled into the atmosphere and we all need to be worried about. Guys, another crazy update about the uh, toxic fallout from the Ohio event. This is coming in from Montreal. I got a DM, okay? Hey man, I'm an environmental scientist living and working in Montreal right now. I've seen your video in the fallout plume. I just want to give you a bit of a further info for any further videos. After doing some testing, the fresh snowfalls around the area are reaching pH levels around four to five, which can be classified as acidic precipitation. Also, within the same snowfalls, we're measuring contaminants ranging between 1400 and 1800 parts per million. To put that into perspective better, a pH of four or lower will kill most fish and water with a contaminant part per million above 500, and they're right now finding 1,400 to 1,800 parts per million. Water with a contaminant part per million above 500 is considered unfit for consumption. This is newly gathered data, and I feel without a platform myself, I'm unable to do anything about it. There's little to no coverage of in the media, and what you're doing to get the message out is what needs to be done in times like this. This is even crazier. Another thing I have to add, well, yes, there is vinyl chloride in the atmosphere and hydrochloric acid in the cloud systems. A lot of what's being found on the ground actually contains phosgene. Now, this sounds legit because I don't, in my last video from the, the uh, Washington Post, 
they said that phosgene was one of the chemicals that's released when the vinyl chloride is, is uh, burned. So this makes sense. This is lining up with the Washington Post article. Uh, a lot of what's being found on the ground actually contains phosgene. This was used uh, as a chemical weapon in World War I, very unsafe to be around. Levels we are seeing are not enough to quickly cause long-term effects, but definitely enough to make people sick and cause further complications later in life. Holy shit, man. I, I messaged this guy. I want to do a podcast with this guy ASAP and find out more of what, he's, what he, uh, he has to say. Around here in East Palestine, the cleanup is still a work in progress, especially here at waterways like Sulphur Run, where there were plenty of dead fish. A family that lives just feet away says they've now been told their home is unlivable. My niece is my 13-year-old niece, and my sister got diagnosed today with uh, a type of chemical burn in their lungs. You know, and, and they're the people that are trying to figure out what am I going to do? I have enough, you know, money for one night in a hotel. Jamie Kosa of East Palestine says the community is definitely feeling the effects of the derailment disaster of February 3rd. Her family no longer has a place to call home. The West Main Street house she lived in was just steps away from contaminated Sulphur Run Creek, water that has seeped into her home. For now, she's living in a West Virginia hotel and telling me her story on Zoom. I was told that my house was safe to go into and because I threw a fit, uh, the railroad sent a toxicologist down and deemed not safe to go into. Our 19 news camera spotted a work crew flushing out Sulphur Run Creek to dilute contaminants from the train wreck. Kosa says she feels the people of East Palestine and Negley have plenty of reason not to trust Norfolk Southern after what she's experienced. She was told dangerous chemicals like benzene seeped into the creek as vinyl chloride and other chemicals polluted the air and soil. Gonna get emotional here. Um, I struggled for years with infertility. My daughter, I had her at 42 after being told I could never have kids. And one of the side effects of this particular chemical is infertility. Around here in East Palestine, this is horrible. This is some horrible shit, y'all. I'm environmental advocate Aaron Brockovich. You know I fought corporate polluters, and it's time once again to fight. Ohio lawyers from Bevan and Associates, myself and others, are holding a town hall meeting to organize and fight back. And that's what people need to do. Organize and fight back. Now, this is what made this whole thing suspicious for me, right? Because I'm like, something ain't right. Something ain't right. And this is what I got. Did you hear the breaking news? Oh, you talking, you talking about that 18-inch pipe bomb they found behind a church in Philadelphia, which is uh, conveniently close to some railroad tracks? No. But maybe if you work in the train industry, just be extra watchful tonight. But no. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? A pipe bomb was found by the railroad tracks. Hmm. This is why I feel like they doing shit to us without doing shit to us. And just to let y'all know what's going on around the world, we are dealing with acid rain. Do you hear me? All on the East Coast, people are dealing with acid rain. It's making people sick. It's showing up on cars. There's no way to hide this. But the American people, well, the American government won't do shit about it. Alright guys, so really quick, this is not a joke. Um, I'm in Tampa, Florida. We had rain two nights ago. Um, I saw some videos online of people over on the east coast of Florida um, saying that they had some weird residue on their vehicles after the rain showers the other night. 
and I really didn't pay attention because I was off from work. I was chilling at home. I wasn't doing anything. Well, I went to work today at 6 p.m. The sun was still out, so I really didn't look at my windows. I am now like paying attention to my car when I park at home, and I'm noticing the rain marks on my window, so I decided to run my fingers through them. Dude, I'm not joking. It's greasy. It's like oily, greasy residue all over my car. It's that re regular rain does not do that. I'm in Tampa, Florida. Ohio is a long ways away, guys. This is what we are dealing with. This is what we are dealing with, y'all. It sucks. I think we need to pray to God more. <laughs> I really think that's what the world needs. Because what they doing to us is mass genocide. I know they like to put sanctions, the government like to put sanctions on other governments and other nations. But I think it's about time the American people sanction our own fucking government. Because this right here is horrible. And for Joe Biden to act like he has no clue about what the fuck is going on, it, it bothers the shit out of me. I'm going to leave us off with this video. And y'all tell me what y'all think. I know you're going to ask a really nice question. Well, it's it's an important question, no. I think. Are you worried that other leaders in the world are going to start to doubt that America is back if some of these big things that you say on the world stage keep getting walked back? What's getting walked back? It made it sound like, just in the last couple of days, uh, it sounded like you told U.S. troops they were going to Ukraine. And you're going to see when you're there, some of you have been there, you're going to see, you're going to see women, young people standing, standing in the middle of front of a damn tank, just, just saying, I'm not leaving. I'm holding my ground. They're incredible. It sounded like you said it was possible the U.S. would use a chemical weapon. Clarify on chemical weapons. Could, if chemical weapons were used in Ukraine, would that trigger a military response from NATO? It would, re it would trigger a response in kind. And it sounded like you were calling for regime change in Russia. For God's sake, this man cannot remain power. None of the three occurred. None of the three occurred. None of the three. Well, clearly we see we dealing with a bunch of liars. And what the world need is more truth and more God. And on that note, y'all, deuces, family.